Hey guys, Joshua Miller here. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. It doesn't cost a thing to download. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple, Podcast, and many, many more. It automatically will send them to those. You can make money from the podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. You don't have to click and drag from one to another and have several open and use it. It's all in one place for you. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks. Have a great day. Footsteps of Jesus, all four verses. encourage us to follow in the footsteps of Jesus, to follow his leading and his guiding. He's calling us, come follow me. He's already set the way. He's prepared the way. He's leading us down the straight paths, the narrow paths. There, they, We may have the trials and tribulations, but he's there leading us. He knows the best routes. He knows how to handle all the situations. And we thank God for that.
we thank God that he can that he is in control because there's times that we get in situations where it's out of our control we don't have any way of changing the situation we have to deal with it but in Christ we can follow him and be rest assured that he is in in charge and in control hello mother next song is uh the family of god and it's one of our favorite songs among many i grew up hearing my mother singing this song as a special and my dad as well loves singing this song as a special and we sing it in church especially on wednesday nights i believe so join me in the family of god If you have the Rejoice Handbook, it is uh, page 607. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by His blood. Join heirs with Jesus as we travel this song. For I'm part of the family, the family of God. You will notice we say brother and sister around here. It's because we're a family and these folks are so dear. This family so dear. I'm so glad I'm of the family. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by his blood. Join heirs with Jesus as we travel this time. For I'm part of the family. The family sister around here it's because we're a family and these folks are so near 
God I belong I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God I've been washed in the fountain cleansed by his blood join heirs with Jesus as we travel Praise the Lord. Good evening, Brother Bailey. Praise the Lord for that song. There are a few songs that, uh, <laughs> let's say maybe uh, quite a few songs that I'll start singing and the, the Holy Spirit starts moving and I can't make it through the song. <laughs> I try. But he, the, the Lord, His calmness, His presence, and just overwhelms me. And it's just a wonderful uh, feeling to feeling to know that the, the Lord has has you in His family, that we are part of His family as Christians. We are His sons and His daughters. And we have... No reason to fear, no reason to be afraid, no reason to be scared of any of the circumstances around us, no matter what we face, because our Father, our Heavenly Father, is leading us and guiding us and carrying us through. Praise the Lord for that. Thank the, the Lord for this song. It'll never... This song will never grow old, that's for sure. Next song is, I've Decided to Follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. Come here, Colton. Colton is going to help us lead. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back, no turning back. Though no one join me, still I will The cross before me, the world. 
Next song is. Um, Stop playing. Come thou fount. And come thou fount. It's kind of a prayer to the Lord, lifting a praise to Him, lifting up our song, and worshiping Him in our in our songs, song of praise to Him. And. Realizing we need him. Come thou fount of every blessing to my heart to sing thy praise. Streams of mercy never ceasing. Call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me some melodious song sung by upon it, mount of thy redeeming love. Here I raise my Ebenezer, hither by thy help I'm known. And I hope by thy good pleasure, safely to arrive at home. Jesus saw me when a stranger, wandering from the to rescue me from danger, interpose his precious blood. Oh, to grace, how great a debtor, daily I'm constrained to be. Let that goodness, like a fetter, bind my wandering heart to Praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for that. The fount of every blessing. There's another song we'll sing probably here eventually. Count your blessings and name them one by one. Count your many blessings and see what God has done. And that is the mindset that we should have as we go on through our daily lives is to give God the glory. Realize that our blessings come from Him. Our help comes from Him. Our strength comes from Him. He is the 
beginning, he is the end, he's the alpha, he's the omega. If you have any prayer requests, again, send them to me through Messenger or send them to my email, joshuaministry741 at gmail.com, and we'll get them there, along with your uh, questions, scripture references, things like that. Uh, and again, I'll send a link, post a link on, my, on Facebook to my email. All right, if you will, if you're ready, you ready to study the Word of God? I hope you are. Hope you're ready. Let's join and we'll grab our Bibles. We'll turn to Psalms chapter 103. We've been hearing a lot of uh, gloom and doom and a lot of worry. There is a lot of worry around us. A lot of... Uh, a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, and I hope this message tonight from the Word of God is nothing I made up, but it's the Word of God which is alive and breathing and well. Uh, I hope this will help us through this extraordinary times that we're in. Psalms chapter 103 and it's titled God's love God's love for us is immeasurable God as we know put his love for us in a, a sort of measurable way when he sent his son to die on the cross for us John 3:16. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3.16 And we, God showed his love in that he gave his son, his only son, and the only to be a sacrifice for us. The only way that we could be redeemed by our actions, our sinful actions, was that someone sinless must have died. And that was Jesus Christ. So through this, Psalms 103 kind of gives us some attributes of God and kind of His character and how we can look at God and see, see, see who He is. And so we start here with verse 1, which is actually, if you look at it, is the source of a song. And many of the songs are songs anyway. The, they would be sung. Many of them as they were read were actually being sung as they were read. And verse 1 is one that we are familiar with. Let's see if I can try it here. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. It was something like that. 
That's what it starts with. We get to praise to the Lord first. Who do we? Know? How do we know God? We need to come to Him in reverence and submission, humility. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless His holy name. He is definitely one to be giving praises to. Definitely one to be surrendering our lives to. One to honor. One to glorify His name. One to worship. He is, by the way, the only one to worship. Verse 2 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Hmm. There's benefits with God? I wonder what they are. As we continue here, we will find out some of them. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. It is very important that we rehearse day to day the benefits that we have in God. The first one is salvation. We're saved through Christ. We're blessed. Verse 3 says, Who forgiveth all thine iniquities? One of the benefits is forgiveness of our sins. Who forgives all our iniquities, who heals all thy diseases. So want the first there in verse 3, who forgives all our iniquities, that's a spiritual problem. Our iniquities, we're our disobedience against our loving God. But he forgives us of those. That is a huge benefit. Second one is, he heals all thy diseases. How does he do that? I don't understand, except that he's God. He's all-powerful. I don't understand. I'm only human. But God is in control. He is the great physician. It's very important. That's a key. And I hope that you will share this with those around you. That as we're facing a physical problem here. Many lives are at risk. God heals all of our diseases. Uh, so what are we facing? Right now we're facing a disease. And it is, has us in lockdown. We're shutting everything down. One of the... They could they could have left it alone, but they didn't. They shut down all the boat ramps. Can't get in the water. Public access anymore. Which is a shame. And they could have left. They, we would have gotten by fine if they hadn't done that. But instead of targeting the problem causers, they punished everybody. That's how I guess how they do. It's normal. But anyway, God heals all our diseases. He redeems thy life from destruction. Who crowns thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. This is very good benefits here, as far as I can tell. Forgives us of our sins, heals our diseases, redeems us from destruction, and crowns thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. I'm all in for that. 
who satisfies thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. He's rejuvenating. He satisfies thy mouth with good things. What is your favorite thing to eat? Favorite fruit? I have a lot of favorite fruits. Peaches? Colton says peaches, apples, bananas. He's just going on listing my, <laughs> list all the fruits. What is? He satisfies the mouth that sweet, that amazing taste. He satisfies your mouth with good things. Our speech is sweet. Our food is sweet. He says he, re he rejuvenates us so that our youth is renewed like eagles, like the eagles. We watch, look at the eagles, and we see how they soar. We see how they, they're free as a bird. They fly wherever they want, want to go. They can be up soaring for hours. They have no limitations. They have no boundaries. And it's amazing to watch. And yet the Lord will, does that for us. Let's go. The reference here. Let's see, or Isaiah chapter 40, and we'll look at verse 26. What does Isaiah say here? Or God, what does God say through Isaiah? Verse 26, lift up your eyes on high, and behold, who hath created these things? Let's look at the mountains. I can see the mountains. They're behind me. I'm looking that way, but they're behind me. Look at the mountains, look up on high. Who hath created these things that bringeth out their host by number? He calleth them all by names, by the greatness of his might, for that he is strong in power. Not one faileth. Why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speakest, O Israel? My way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God. Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increases strength. Haven't you heard, and he speaks to Jacob, to Israel? He's an everlasting God. He always was and he always will be. He is the Lord. He's our governor. He's our creator to the ends of the earth. He's in control of creation. He created everything. He created you, by the way, and he created me. He, he faints not. We will, if we get a good night's sleep, we can get up early and start doing whatever we need to do for the day, go to work, whatever it is, and we can do pretty good. But then we'll start feeling tired. We start using, we start using up our energy. We start wearing out. And we start getting tired. We're gonna need a nap. I don't get naps, by the way, but we're gonna need a nap. We'll feel like it. We need one. But you gotta keep working and keep going. We get weary. God doesn't get weary. He faints not. He doesn't get 
dehydrated. Neither is he weary. He never gets tired. There is no searching of his understanding of all the... If we could memorize the Word of God from the beginning to the end, and if we've done it, if we have done that, if we could do that, memorize everything from the beginning of Scripture to the end of Scripture, we still... And we knew every single text in there. We still would not know God, know His uh, His amount of understanding. We would never, still would not comprehend it. There would be no way because He's God. It is important for us to look to God. He loves us so much. He cares for us so much. He's our creator. He's our heavenly father. And and see, do you not see his love there? He cares for us. He gives us so many things. Breath to breathe. Life to live. He cares for us so much. And we see that why wouldn't we depend on someone like this we try to go to other people we try to go to places we think are safe havens we try to go go we trust in our own knowledge at times and we think we can take care of ourselves which is false wouldn't you want to just trust in a god that loves us this much that he doesn't get tired he doesn't faint he doesn't get weary his, he's so wise. His wisdom is so great that we can never understand it. Why wouldn't you want to trust someone like that? Look at verse 29, Isaiah 40, verse 29. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Can you believe that? He's talking about Christians there. We can have that strength. He will renew our strength. We'll mount up with wings as eagles. We'll have the power an eagle does to soar. We shall run and not be weary and shall walk and not faint. That strength that only comes from the Lord God Almighty. Praise the Lord for that. He loves us and He cares for us. That's why He offers His love to us, and He loves His offers His protection and to us, His care to us, His provisions, and it's a marvelous thing. It's awesome to think about that He loves us this much. Let's continue. Let's go back to Psalms chapter one hundred three. And we'll look at verse 6. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for, for all that are oppressed. He is judge. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. He is the judge, and he judges righteously. He's no respecter of persons. He's not going to befriend someone and have 
a bias to his friend when they commits some commits a, a wrong, does wrong, he's not gonna lean towards trying to help him out of doing wrong. If he did wrong, he will judge righteously. He executeth the righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. Here he helps those in need. He gives us the strength, remember like the eagles, those that are oppressed. And we might feel like we're in an oppressed situation. Now, pressed down with the situation around us, there's nothing we can do but stay home. And But he helps us and he gives us that the righteous judgment. He made known his ways unto Moses. He directed and guided Moses. And we see he, he led the children of Israel. He showed them what he who he was. He shown him, the Israelites, his power and his strength. They showed he showed them his grace and his mercy. Verse eight, kind of jumps ahead of myself. The Lord is merciful and gracious. He's slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He is merciful and gracious, showing us mercy, holding back what we deserve with the, the punishment we deserve, and he holds it back. The grace is showing us unmerited favor. And again, he loves us so much. Shows us favor, although we are not worthy of having that sort of favor. Yet he shows it. He's slow to anger. He's very patient with us when we disobey. Uh, look at our country now and what our country is doing and we see God hasn't wiped us out like Sodom and Gomorrah. Why do you think he didn't wipe this country out, the USA, because of our sins and transgressions? Because the Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He loves us. You can't live angrily, as it says here. He's not living, he doesn't live in anger and seek, okay, I'm going to punish Josh here because of what he did. I can't wait to do it. I love doing this. God doesn't do that. He extends his mercy and his grace to us. In Romans chapter 3, In verse 21, it says, But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. For we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus whom God has set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past 
through the forbearance of God, to declare, I say, at this time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him which believeth in Jesus. He extended his grace and mercy to us, and he does so to everyone else that has not accepted him, accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior. God is extending it to them, giving them another chance to be saved, another chance to reap these benefits. Remember, let's not forget his benefits there in verse 2. Let's go to verse 10. He hath not dealt with us after our sins. Again, shown us mercy. Nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. This fear here is not a fear of being scared but showing reverence. There is a difference between being afraid and showing reverence. We fear him because he is in control, because he is God, he is powerful. He is our Lord and we show that reverence and he shows us his mercy because we fear him. We give that respect and we subject our lives to him because we respect him for who he is. Verse 12 says, As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Praise the Lord for that. We are... As far as the east is from the west, he has cast our sins from us. We have asked for forgiveness. We said, Lord, I'm a sinner. I deserve to go to hell. I realize I can't do anything about it except trust you as my Lord and Savior. I believe that Christ was born of a virgin, crucified on the cross, and died, was buried three days, and rose again. I believe that. I believe every bit of that. And I believe that Jesus died for me, gave his life for me, his sinless life, so that I could have eternal life through him as my Lord and Savior. You realize that I accept Christ as my Lord and Savior. This is what he does when we do that, when we trust him and give us give him our faith and trust. He casts our sin as far as the east is from the west. He's removed it from us. He already took the sin of the whole world. And it's hard for us to understand this, but if we can understand this one thing, we could live a life of liberty in Christ, no matter what comes our way. Jesus died on the cross for our sins. For the first man, Adam, to the last man, whoever that is. Everybody in between, he died for. Everybody in between. Name them. Name the worst person you know. Did the, committed the most sins that you know of. He died for them. He paid the price. It's already been paid for. There's nothing else left to do. 
accept. Receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. Verse 13. Like as a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. This word here is interesting. Pitieth. Pity to love. Here's the definition. To love. Love deeply. To have mercy. Be compassionate. Have tender affection. To have compassion. That's what the definition of pity is. To love deeply. A father will pity his children. Show love and show compassion to them. He'll provide for them. Give them clothes. Give them food. Give them shelter. He teaches them. Cares for them when they're hurt. Mends their wounds because he loves them. Well, if we kind of we take that picture and put the Lord there, it says, "So the Lord pitieth them that fear Him." He does the same to us that are His children. He cares for us, shows compassion towards us, and cares for us. For He knows our frame; He remembers that we are dust. We're fragile. We were made of dust. From the dust we came and to the dust we will return. Our bodies, our physical bodies. As for man, his days are as grass, as a flower of the field, so he flourisheth like a flower. You notice the flowers, they come around, they're kind of seasonal. Here is a season get for planting. We've been we've tilled up ground and planted some and sown some seeds. Well, when it germinates and sprouts and grows, it'll be a flower. But then harvest comes and we reap it. It's gone. It's only here for a little while. Well, that is our life. Our physical life here on this earth is like that, but for a short time. For the wind passeth over it, and it's gone, and the place thereof shall know it no more. But the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him, and his righteousness unto children's children, to such as keep his covenant, and to those that remember his commandments to do them. That is key for us here, is that we, children of his, keep his commandments we keep his commandments and do them we fear God show him a reverence and subjection to him because we know he knows better than we do too many times we act like teenagers so I know more than you mom I know more than you dad we're gonna do what I want to do because what you're saying just don't make sense to me and we'll go do it, and then we get ourselves in a lot of trouble. If we'll keep the Lord's commandments, they're there because He loves us. They're guidelines there because He loves us. We follow the guidelines, and we are safe. We stay alive, and we thrive if we follow His commandments. The Lord hath prepared His throne in the heavens, and His kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, 
hearkening unto the voice of his word. Those angels are ready at a split notice. They're like minute men. You call them, they're ready to go. God says, hey, Gabriel, come here. Do this. And he goes, Michael the archangel, I've got something for you. And just like that, they do it. No second guessing. They excel in strength that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works, in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. You notice the heavens declared the glory of God, and the firmament, being the earth, shows his handiwork. Let us do the same, since we are his handiwork. He is the potter, we are the clay. Bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Bless the Lord, all his works in all places of his dominion. Bless the Lord, O my soul. So we as Christians, being the ambassadors that we are from heaven to earth, we're here to represent. So by represent, I mean represent. We need to know what we're talking about. We need to share the gospel. The character of God is attributes to those. We need to we need to know who our, our Heavenly Father is. If we have how can we serve Him well? How can we be good stewards of what is His if we don't even know who owns it? We should know Him, study His Word seek his face and be that the light to those around us and in these troubling times and now more than ever there are those around us that need to hear the word of God and they need to see that there's a God who loves them there's a God that died for them there's many that think they're too far gone to be saved. There's nobody that loves them. Well, tell them about God and His love and His mercy and His grace. Show them. I have, uh, now as we're hunkering down for the, uh, the battle with this virus here, we are, I'm starting to see myself, see more people around me be affected by it and being worried worried about maybe their job or worried about their family or something along those lines i thank the lord that he is using me where i am i am uh, uh, a diesel technician i work at cummins uh, and if you look at my statement i see that i'm a missionary to Cummins is how I worded it because God has called us to be an example no matter where we, at, where we are at to declare the word spread the gospel wherever we are that includes work that includes home that includes school we can't keep our mouth shut we have to proclaim his word and if you know anything about God there's no way that you can keep your mouth shut and I have been blessed to 
be that influence, although I may not have been the been that that influence faithfully. I may have faltered. I may have failed as a child does. God still loves me. Still cares for me. He's still using me, and at work, He's been able to use me to help others around there, give them, show them this peace that passes all understanding, show them the Father, the Father's love to them. And I hope that I'm doing a good job of that, but lately I've been able to pray in the mornings with the group. And we have a toolbox meeting, so we'll go over pressing issues for our company and the shop and it's been a privilege to be able to pray with the whole group there are those there that aren't saved there are those there that say they're they're saved but it's you wonder sometimes so being an example to those around us is very important and the Lord has used me in that way and others there. There's some there that I can tell for sure are Christians. They're my brother in Christ. And I'm grateful that we can have a fellowship that we do there. And sometimes I have... It's very hard for me to get my mouth open. It's like it's clamped shut with a vice. I can't get it open and speak. I'm an introvert. I don't like being in front of crowds. I don't like the attention being all on me. And I'm working through this because I know God will use me. I know He can, and I know He wants to use me. So I'm making, it's hard, very hard sometimes to make myself available to be used by God, but it's important that we do. I've been able to pray with the group I've been able to pray with individuals and the Lord is using me to help guide them to Christ and I praise God for that Uh, and I hope that he is doing the same with you and if he's not I pray that you would uh, put yourself in a place to be usable for him first if you're lost is to give your life to him as Lord and Savior surrender admit you're a sinner and you're lost headed to hell give him the uh, the credit due, surrender, accept Christ your Lord and Savior. If you're a Christian and you say backslidden, uh, get on your knees and pray. Ask the Lord to forgive you, and from that this point on, that you're going to serve Him. That you want to be used by Him, and you want to to be to further the gospel, further his will, and you want to please your father, your heavenly father. I want to make my parents happy. My kids want to make me happy. They do things that say, Daddy, Daddy, look, look, look at what I drew for you. I drew this for you. Isn't it awesome? I say, yes, that's awesome. That is cool. And they are so excited because they made me happy that I was pleased. They pleased me with what they did. And our Heavenly Father is looking to us in that same way. You need to surrender. Get rid of all the distractions. 
throw them away. And right now would be the perfect time to do that since you can't do much. Anyway, so the best thing to do is to strengthen and bond your relationship with the Lord. If you haven't already, and to keep growing, there's, we, we'll never stop growing to Him, growing towards Him. And He'll never stop revealing to us more and more. As we get closer, He'll reveal more. Closer, He'll reveal more. And we'll grow stronger and stronger in faith in Him, faith unwavering. And we'll become steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. No matter what comes our way, if a disease comes, ailment comes, financial crisis, the economy tanks, it looks like it, maybe now, looks like a similar situation. doesn't matter, it won't phase us. We're in God and we are trusting Him. We're in season and out of season. This is the best season to know God, know who He is, and know that He loves us so much. He cares for us. And we need to uh, carry that on to others around us. And I hope this has helped. I appreciate those that have signed on listening. Uh, good to see you, Joe Reed. <sighs> Haven't seen you in a while. Thank you, brother. And I will tell my family you said hello. And everyone else at Dawn and others. And... We will close in prayer now. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you for today. Thank you for your many blessings. Thank you for what you've done for us, what you've given us. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. I thank you that you are kind, compassionate. You're tender towards us. You're not willing that anybody should perish. You've given us chance after chance after chance after chance to give our life to you and to surrender to you. I pray that we will do so before it's everlasting too late. pray that we, as Christians, would exercise our faith by our works and show the world that we trust God, a loving God. I pray that you'd be with the health workers as they are tending to the those that are sick. Give them the strength to do so. Give them that shield of protection. Uh, bless them and their actions and I pray that we would humble ourselves and pray as a nation and surrender to you seek your face turn from our wicked ways because of the benefits that we will reap from that is that you will hear from heaven you will forgive us of our sins you will heal our land but you're waiting for us to draw near to you first I thank you for what you've done Thank you for the the president, vice president, the cabinet there, the, the doctors, Lord. I pray that whatever is going on, we don't know the, the extent of what's going on yet, but we know you're in control. I pray that they would look to you, who is the author and finisher of our faith. I pray that they would continue to keep their eyes on you, focus on you, and make wise decisions according to your will and your way. Seek your, your guidance and direction. And I pray that you be with the families. I pray that they would grow stronger and bond as a family. Get the family right the way it's supposed to be. And follow you and be solid no matter what this world would throw our way. I give you the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name, amen.